4.01 p.m. So we're going to start this meeting of the Senior Center and Commission on Thursday, June 15th, 2023. Um, our first item on the agenda is introductions. Although, I mean, maybe we should go through because it's been, I think we didn't see a couple of you last month. So I will start and then we'll just go around. Um, my name is Angela McConville. I'm Senior Center Commission Chair this year and last year and the year before, I think, <laughs> <laughs> throughout the whole pandemic. Um, and I work for the City of North Liberty. I used to do senior program stuff up there and I no longer do that, but I'm still a part of this commission because it's important stuff. So, and I'm the, I'm the county representative on this group. So I live in Oxford and you all select one person from not Iowa City that serves on this commission. That's me. So, Warren. Okay. I'm Warren Paris, and I've been, as they say, a longtime member of Iowa City, 60-some uh, years, mm -hmm. and I'm looking forward to doing exciting things here on the commission. Jay Gilchrist, uh, recently, you know, I guess a couple years ago now, re-retired to Iowa City, the third time we've lived in Iowa City College. Then uh, post, after we were out for a few years, we were back for a few years, and then we were gone for 36 years. So, but we're, we've got uh, kids and grandkids here, as well as other places, but uh, we're glad to be here, and uh, glad to be participating in a lot of the uh, senior center activities. Glad to look at my neighbor's art on the, the wall over there. Uh, uh, and fellow, we took a class together too, the poetry group. So anyway, that's, I feel at home here. Lee McKnight, I'm retired. Lived here in Iowa City for four, about four years now. I'm Susan Milliker and I um, am a lifelong Iowa Cityan. I was born here, mm -hmm. raised here raised my kids here. Um, I am kind of semi-retired. I retired from my big corporate job, um, and then I, but I still like to work, so I work half-time at the school district right now, and I'll start my third year this fall, and I like it, so that's it. I'm Kristen Crumry. I'm the operations assistant here at the Senior Center. Okay, and we'll wait for Latasha at some point, but we can get through the next couple things. Um, agenda item number two is the minutes of the May 18th, 2023 meeting. Does anybody have any edits to make to those minutes? Those of you who are here? Hearing no edits, I will take a motion to approve the minutes. So they'll move. Oh, oh, a second. One of you second. One a first, one a second. Shall we do? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Um, uh, Lee motions. Jay seconds. Um, approval of the minutes of the May 18th meeting. Anybody unapprove? Say nay. Everybody approve? Say aye. 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 There you go. And then they pass. <laughs> That's always so awkward. Um, <laughs> residual from doing online meetings. Um, agenda item number three is public discussion for items not on the agenda. Um, I don't see any members of the public here to approach the mic to talk to us, so we will just move on from that. And then agenda item number four is Latasha's, so we'll just go ahead and skip, move on to five and go back to four. So agenda item number five is the, our discussion. Um, we kind of 
we've had a couple presentations on the senior center master plan in the last few months so we have an agenda item just if we wanted to discuss any items on the master plan um, any thoughts that of the things that had come up in the last couple meetings that Latasha has presented or council members presented I would just ask the timeline on these projects uh, it needs to be should we say have a better idea of when these are going to get started and when they plan on to get get accomplished as it were I think a lot of that has to do with city budget so the city every year they plan out their capital improvements projects out five years so anything above I think it's like fifty thousand dollars or some there's like a minimum set they they put it on a plan and project it out five years so we know that the the envelope has been started work on the envelope the, the building so all the boring stuff that has to be done to be good stewards of the building has to be done first um, and it's very expensive so I know that that starts but you know but a lot of the times projects like this are done in phases <laughs> because you can't really necessarily afford the whole thing all at once you afford each phase at a time and i know the envelope is the first phase and then there's a couple other phases coming up that latasha's mentioned i know that the kitchen is one of the last things the hvac system is another really boring thing to have to be done but it has to be done because you know buildings age and things get outdated and so you need to fix those first before you can do the exciting things. I think yeah. also the funding is there for the first stuff, like the the envelope of the building and the HVAC, but finding money will have to do for the more exciting things like the kitchen or the renovations of the rooms to make them cooler. You know, I think we'll have to do a lot of fundraising in the next few years, and then that'll determine when those will start <laughs> and how much we can do depending on how much we can fundraise. Did the, did the recent work on the uh, HVAC system, was it upgraded or just repaired? For the chiller, um, we did have a chiller replaced um, because one was just not working. So I wouldn't say that's an update. I think it's maintaining what we have. And so in that case, um, it was a little pricey, but it'll help with some of the areas that we're having some problems with keeping cool. So fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I tell you, it's hot in my office. I'm in there like sweating. <laughs> so we appreciate them working on that. I apologize. You're okay. It's okay. I we went into summer vacation mode or something. I forgot where I was and where I worked. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to get back. We were just talking about the, the master plan a little bit. Yes. Warren, I liked your idea about a rooftop garden. Oh. You know, I mean. That would be a great way to model uh, our commitment to sustainability. Mm. You know, if that's worth looking into, some, I mean, I don't know how much cost would be, but maybe there's a simple version of that, planting buffalo grass or, you know, something that would, that would uh, help uh, the, the, the footprint of, uh, of our community. So anyway, sure. that's... that's um. I'm, I, I'm always would start with yes, so we can ask. 
I think that's the first thing is we can ask. As long as you all are not asking for a swimming pool up there. Well, or something. <laughs> he did so, over that too. Something yeah. like that, you know. Um, but we can definitely, if it's just, you know, especially if it's not something that's going to take a lot of maintenance or something like that, then it, it may be possible. The issue is always about getting up there because right now it's about... It's up a ladder. It's up a ladder for oh, sure. So it's not just it's, yeah. it's not a thing that members would be doing. This was something definitely cause so I got some height issues, so I'm not doing oh, yeah. either. Uh, <laughs> there are some people that like that, but that's not me. <laughs> so I say we can ask, and if we come up with something, we can follow up at the next meeting. Maybe we can put that on the agenda for next time to see about what other sustainability things we can do here at the building that will help with our footprint, so. I know that solar was ruled out because of the structure of the roof. Yes. It wasn't able to hold. Yeah, it wasn't able to hold it. And mm. the only other way to do solar was so extravagant and expensive. We would have to like buy land somewhere outside the city limits, have a thing underground go all the way out. Yeah, it was, it got, it got a little bit, we're like, okay, so no solar here, but um, being able to change our HVAC and, and have better systems definitely decreases our, our footprint, um, our carbon footprint here. So we're looking at all the small things we can do, you know, um, you know, maybe there are some ways to include a little bit more solar um, indoors from the windows or something that can help, but I don't know about external, like there's gonna be a major thing, but um, we definitely have been looking at that because it's a city council um, goal. So going, you know, having green stuff up there would maybe help the coolness factor of the building. True, you know? true. If not that though, maybe a, a white, white, white colored reflective roof. Mm -hmm. Oh. Reflect more. I think we have one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we already have one. Mm -hmm. To kind of keep the heat back. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's another good good thing to do for the environment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, because it help, helps us not have to crank the, the bill up so high every every month. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Talk to you about um, at, uh, green space outside. Like oh, yes. Kind of an important component for, mm -hmm. you know. Just for even just social connection, yeah. even just being able to have a place where people can where, where gather. That, where's that supposed to be? Out Washington Street? Yes. So that area right there, turning that into more of a seated area where we can do a little gardening and some different things like that. Um, you know, people can maintain some of that. And we have all these master gardeners next door. Maybe we can steal one or two, have them come over and help us a little bit. Well, I'm really excited too about the, I know Angela said it's one of the last things, but the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen classroom, yeah. That's a good social engagement space. Oh, yeah. Tremendous potential for uh, kitchen table conversations, mm -hmm. about all kinds of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, what we do in there. It's gonna be a little pricey, but I'm excited about the versatility of the space because we've never been able, as a, as a department or as a senior center, we never use that space. We would use like the cooler or something for like activities or events, but we've never used that as an actual space where we can do programming or anything. So we're really excited about this huge footprint that's been in our building for 40 years that we've never been able to use. So 
um, looking forward to that. You know, it would also be nice if the kitchen was up and running that you could then rent this space out for like small weddings or like mm -hmm. funeral. I mean, like, you know, memorials, you know, I mean, just 50 people or less. I know staffing would be one thing, but it would be really, it would be a way that the city could get some revenue back. Yeah, you know? and, and we definitely, we definitely use this space in that way, not necessarily for cooking, but people when they bring in, like for instance, even when we do our big events, you know, we might have stuff in the, in the cooler and then we're able to bring out or have a cater. And so we, this space has been used for a lot of that, but definitely once that space is up and running, if people are able to prepare, that definitely be a, a, an additional selling point to use in the space. Because um, what a great place to get married on these steps out here. Yeah. You know, and yeah. That, you know I mean, it's such a it's, beautiful It's very pictur foyer, picturesque you know? in, in that way. I really, I want, uh, one of the things that we want to do and when it comes <laughs> to the revenue piece in the spaces is I'm working with Emily and I got to get it back on her um, calendar, but we want to do a, what was it called? What was I calling it? A senior photo shoot? A senior photo shoot. So it would be to take pictures for our marketing for the building. So mm -hmm. we would be able to have like our own stock photos, but then it would be people who live here locally will use stock photos, but also it would be advertising the space, right? So we can get some models to maybe do a renewed vows or something and have pictures on the stairs or in here, we can kind of set mm -hmm. it up and spend a little money to decorate a little bit and, um, and take some pictures. So <coughs> I'm with you, yeah. Sue. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> take my picture. Okay. Oh, well, you, you got you model got number one. We can, we can be the models. <laughs> yes, no, seriously. We want, we want it yeah. to be people who come here to be the models. And so we're going to work with our marketing firm to get that going. So we're going to need people to dress in a couple different seasons, though. Yeah. <laughs> or show that you can bicycle to the yeah. senior yeah, center. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Or, you know, and, you know, you might need to pull out your winter coat in the summer. But, yeah. you know, we just want it to look like everybody's coming in from right <laughs> it's, it's a photo shoot so we're gonna maybe have some pretend snow to throw on you or I, I might say that the open house a few days ago mm -hmm. was a wonderful thing to experience yeah and have it was so lovely congratulations thank you it was it was it was well done um a lot of people we had a, a lot of new people signed up Good. for the email list too so mm. that means that work out a little bit more about who we are and what we're doing. Um, and, in, and in addition to that, and I know Jay and I have talked about this, I wanted to start at Elders of Color. Um, I'm kind of talking operations, I'm all over the place right now. Okay. <laughs> um, Elders of Color group here at the Senior Center to um, address some interest from current members of color as well as other members of wanting to have more representation of people from different backgrounds here in the building. Now, these people are already here in the building, we just don't always see them in large groups and so people think, you know, when they come in and they don't see anyone that they're not here, but they are. And so we had about 10 or 12 people show up of all people of color and they had some great ideas and so now they'll be meeting here monthly and um, coming every month to uh, I'm really excited because next 
next meeting they're going to have Sudanese food, so I'm mm. looking forward to that. Wow. <laughs> um, and so it, it was mostly, I would say it was mostly black and Latino folks that came, but um, open to all of our members that are people of color as well as they can bring a guest or whatever. So I had some great ideas and, and really looking forward to how we grow that group and how we integrate um, some of the ideas that they have into our overall programming. Um, and you, and they have some really great resources. One of the members is like a biochemist nutrition person. So she was oh, nice. like teaching us some stuff about what you should eat and shouldn't eat. And I was like, I can't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've been eating that my whole life. I was like, okay, okay. You know, just explaining that to people. And it was so great to just, even in that meeting, to walk away. So um, so they'll be meeting here once a month and, and getting some things going, but have some great ideas that I think a lot of us will like. But it was really important to kind of just do a, a focal point specifically on that small subset of group to get their voices so that we can do some mm -hmm. general applications throughout the entire um, infrastructure of some of the things we're doing. And I know we have our queer elders group, so I'm gonna steal some stuff from them. Just gonna steal it from everybody. And my hope is when I talk with the folks of the Elders of Color group is to get some representatives that we can um, create. Jay has been, um, I'm sorry, Commissioner Gilchrist, <laughs> I apologize, um, um, was talking about doing a wisdom circle. And so I, I figured we could get some of these groups that we have and maybe get a representative and bring them together and we can be open to whoever mm -hmm. um, but at least get those folks from those more of our our smaller subsets of groups and make sure that they're representative at those wisdom circle meet meetings and um, be able to really get some more feedback about what we want to do around here so so are, is this group well both groups are they on the same level as like the um, program planning committee um i would say they're more social connection groups because um, they're really mostly talking about, they're mostly like with the queer elders group and with the elders of color, they're, they're talking about issues that impact them, mm -hmm. you know, where they are as who they are as people. And, but also, um, but they also have plans of things they want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like one, they're talking about doing a senior prom and I was like, ooh. Got some cute dresses I can wear. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, just things like that, and um, and uh, you know, doing some some line dancing that's more soul connected, soul music, line dancing. You know, stuff to get people out moving. But I think other people would come to that, but it mm -hmm. came from them as mm -hmm. something that they would yeah. do. And I think you know, and so the hope is that we would be able to, with the wisdom circle, that would be more of a we could go in and say, what's some programming ideas as well as get those programming ideas from these other groups. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is is to get more voices heard through the some of our more marginalized mm -hmm. groups as well as some of our other groups that we'll establish like the Wisdom Circle. Some of the issues that we had with our previous program committee is that we didn't have terms. So mm -hmm. what was happening is we would have the same people for like 15 years on a program committee. So then all of the stuff was just constantly still coming a lot from those people. It wasn't wrong mm -hmm. per se, but it didn't allow us to have the variety of voices and diversity of thought because we always had the same people. And so, you know, um, the hope is that with gathering all these different voices where people feel like that they could be in a place to be heard, that we can garner that and build a better um, program guide. 
um, and, and how some can we, classes with different languages. How can we find a way, though, that to take some of these people and elevate them to more of a, like a leadership spot or like yeah. a dedicated, because, you know, it's one thing to extract from a group of people ideas. It's another thing to, you know, be able, be, have some sort of function to be able to recognize their leadership, mm -hmm. whether it be informal or formal leadership. And you know, have them be like the the ad, like advocates and with the name tag and mm -hmm. you know a a yeah. name. And so that's the, another program that we're we're working towards, which is called Senior Center Ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And so those would be folks from any of those groups or people mm -hmm. who want to. There's some training. Our hope is that there's some training, but they would be people who would volunteer more frequently in the building. If someone comes in and they want to tour and they're new, we would have those folks that can help us. And so they would be kind of our representatives in the building as well as in, in the community, just as though mm -hmm. as council uh, commissioners, <laughs> commissioners as well, when we have different things or they can help us between friends, our senior center ambassadors and <laughs> our wisdom circle and all these other groups, we can have people that are already leaders within those groups come out and help us with other functions um, so that's the whole you know we have had to kind of restructure this the senior center and I've had to be very gentle about how we do that because people are emotionally attached to something mm -hmm. and that's why I said the pandemic was a silver lining because mm -hmm. it kind of broke up some of click is not the right word it is, but it ain't. Reset button. Reset button, yes. It kind of allowed <laughs> some things that were, had turned into a group, it turned into a, a, a just those folks, you know, and people didn't feel that they can get in. And so it kind of broke up some of that and it's kind of allowed us to be more open and more inclusive um, and more expansive about how we do this work and so and we've taken we've put out some tough classes where people have had to have some tough conversations but that was very intentional in our work to get to the place where we can have queer elders and we can have a elders of color group because we've helped prepare the people who are already here for the influx of the level of diverse populations that mm -hmm. would be here you know it's one thing to be like just bring 10 black people with you Latasha versus being like let's prepare the people here to know that when they come that we're not going to ask you know questions are going to make them feel uncomfortable and not want to come back you know what I mean so um, but that's just my own um, uh, community leadership slot you know work that I've done for a really really long time about how to do organizational change and so um, I ain't perfect at it, but I have some basic functional pieces that I know that you have to do before you do other things. And so I feel like I feel like I've, I hit this five-year mark. Have I been here five years? Yes. Wow. Oh, I've hit this five-year mark this summer, and it's like these were the things that I wanted to get done. And like I feel like the elders of color thing was one of the last ones, and now this. What is it called again? <laughs> Wisdom circle. Yeah, sure. Why was I in my head? I, I, I was calling it a worship group, and I was like, "That's not right." <laughs> that is not, but that's well, that's the hope. Yeah, this kind of came up in a conversation we mm -hmm. were having, and and she was describing the elders of color and how they would get together to share mm -hmm. their insights on life and their cultural and, and I sort of made the comment well it sounds like a wisdom circle to me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she said well yeah and, and it's 
kind of spun off and I'm kind of hashing it over in my mind mm -hmm. to, uh, to be a group that would get together maybe monthly and mm -hmm. share uh, whatever they're comfortable sharing in a group of what they've learned in life. Mm -hmm. Will those yeah. views be documented so that it can be shared with uh, you know, as many people as possible. I mean, it's possible. It could be a whole podcast, you know. I mean, it, it, it could be all right. kinds of things. Mm -hmm. It could but turn into actual programming where people are telling their, their, their lived experiences. And maybe, you know, I'm, I was, I'm, uh, since I have kind of a religious background, I was also cooking with an idea about mystic of the month. Mm. And that's, uh, you know, you read some of the spiritual classics from all sorts of different uh, all sorts of uh, traditions, but maybe uh, that would be maybe get this wisdom circle up and going and mm -hmm. down the road, maybe that group could decide on, well, let's read a book this month. Yeah. And uh, let's- We would love know. a book club. Do we have one? I don't think we have one. I think we did at one. We have uh, the book report group. Book report where people yeah. are telling their own books yeah. that they're currently reading, but we haven't had where it's like, one book. It would be very cool if the if you all would get together and pick one book that we're like senior center reads, and then maybe we all read that book, and then it's an opportunity as a social connection piece if everybody's reading that book, that people can be like, oh, what chapter are you on? So, might be something for you all to look into. So I'm willing to help with that. I might drop my mystic of the month idea. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, but I think we just haven't had an actual... Not, not make it too spiritual, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, but it could be a, on anything. It doesn't have to be on aging. It could be like a sci-fi book. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think there's different things that people would read, but if it's something that would be uplifting for all of us, um, why not? How many other senior centers are in Iowa? Um, three, maybe four. There's some other ones that are... We're probably de we're definitely one of the largest, mm -hmm. if not the largest senior center. And then there's one in Urbandale, um, but it's not really a senior center. It's connected to Parks and Rec, mm -hmm. but they just do like older adult services kind of thing. And then there is one or two in the Quad Cities, I'm pretty sure, but I don't think it's on this this scale. I like the idea. Is working on reformatting theirs. It was in the paper the other day. They Mm -hmm. They got flooded out, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, years ago, and they mm -hmm. they never came back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're talking now about what they're calling an intergenerational center, mm -hmm. and uh, well, I don't know what they'll call it, but they want to really focus on the uh, getting not just seniors, but interaction between mm -hmm. seniors and all all ages. Kids yeah. Particularly, so mm -hmm. that that was just in the Gazette a couple of weeks ago. So okay. I'm not sure where that stands. I know I've met with some folks up there before, maybe a couple years ago. Um, and you know, it, the interesting thing about this senior center in the Urbanville one is that the funding comes from taxpayer dollars from the city. So we're city employees versus some of the other ones are nonprofits. Mm -hmm. So there's different, you know, so when I was talking to them, I was like, well, we got to dip, you know, if you're talking about going out and raising money to build a senior center, that's going to be different than one that's established and that is city owned, you know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, I'm like, I can help with other things, maybe like programming and stuff, but when it comes from a, like a nonprofit standpoint of like how to build a senior center, that's a different structure than what we have here because, you know, we have 
mayor and council and commissioners and you know different things that a nonprofit wouldn't necessarily have and so um, but I w I've always offered that I'm willing to help in any way that I can to, to do that because we have people from Lynn County we have members from Lynn County that come down um, a lot of towns have senior centers you know, they might not be necessarily called that right, per se. They might have a euchre club and a square right. dance. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. People in, in will find a way basement. to gather, yeah. right? They might find a way, but it might not be like an official name in that way, yeah. Sometimes it's just Hardee's, I think. You know what? Get you some good coffee. And I understand. Yeah, Panera. Panera's always a, another senior center in this town, <laughs> especially the east side one. Um, you know, there's different places where people go and, and you know, and, and then we also are fortunate in our community to have those larger retirement communities that are here as well that people are able to kind of gather in that way. So, okay. I just like, I like how this, or this building, this, the way you guys have set it up, the outreach you're doing to really be inclusive sets a high bar, you know, mm -hmm. for how seniors are today, you know, as a young person and a millennial, elder millennial, you know, sometimes we get bombarded with this information that, oh, boomer, you know, like, and then we have this stereotype in our mind, but I think the things that have been going on here really illustrate that, that you know, there is such a inclusive, um, welcoming community and it doesn't have to be, you know, a religious organization that, or, you know, pulls people together. It can be this, you know, entity mm -hmm. without having that and creating community and being and doing all of these things to really pull people together um, of all colors. So I appreciate the work that you're doing with that. It's been fun. I, I will say it was a really great meeting. I learned a lot <laughs> I learned a lot and it was just really a joyful moment of just having those folks in the space and being excited about being here and excited about what the possibilities mm -hmm. are here which was what the intention was mm -hmm. right was to get those voices in here and have them want to be here and use this space and so we were able to do that so tap into them as so tentacles <laughs> Or, well, you have to get permission. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're committed. Interfere with with things or no? I I I don't. I think I think that since it's just new and newly established, I think that's something that they would have to they would have to talk about. You know, because like I, even though I'm an ally of LGBTQIA community, I don't know if I would necessarily go into the queer. Right. elders group you know what I'm saying because that's a space that has been created for them to talk about their things versus it might be like a, a guest speaker or something like guess. that you could exercise your listening skills and that's speaker. it <laughs> a guest listener yeah a guest listener <laughs> well we, definitely that's something that when we have um, um, I forgot what they're called when we have uh, affinity groups I guess you would call it that was something that they would have to establish about what that looks like um, because obviously it, we're, we're creating those spaces so that those people who have unique shared experiences right. can build community within community and that once we have them in a space then we can we can make sure that we're offering these other varieties so that they are also 
attending these other things outside of just this group, but just getting them on the ground and started going, then we can check in. So next month, their goal is to start you know, writing out ideas that they have about things they want to do, and then we can see how we can incorporate those in, in other things um, that's happening. So I'm excited about it. It was a, it was a good group. Awesome. So we've been all over the agenda. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> do you have anything more with the operational overview, Latasha, with the Senior Center programming? Um, I don't think so. I do think we should think about a county presentation. So what has happened mm. with the county, which is actually a really positive thing, is for the last, I don't know the number of years, longer than I've been here, we have had to apply for a grant specifically to give funding to support the senior center. What happened is last year we didn't apply for the grant, so we didn't end up getting the funding. So when we applied this year, what they did was they realized, oh my goodness, last year we didn't give the senior center any money. So I think what has happened is, and I'm speculating because no one has specifically told me this, <laughs> is they end up putting us on what we call a service agreement, mm. which is different than a grant. So it's not like a grant where we just have to keep applying. It's like, this is a service agreement from the county to continue to support financially the senior center, which is something that they did initially mm -hmm. many, many years ago. but. After that, after some changes happened with, you know, uh, Board of Supervisors, it turned into that we needed to apply for money. So now what has happened, which is a really <coughs> positive thing, is now we're back on a service agreement. Is so it through social have, services? Yeah. Okay. So we don't have to end up. You don't have to apply. Oh, we don't have nice. to apply for a grant, mm -hmm. right? We still have to do a report, but we don't have to apply for a grant, which is great because, you know, it's. How much funding yeah, is that? That's an improvement. How much funding is it? Oh, yeah. It's, it, we always have got about, we always have been between 58 and 62. So. Thousand? Mm -hmm. Yeah. From the county. From yeah. The county. Well, good. Yeah. So that, and that really helps. I mean, as you all know, this, to run this whole thing, it's about a million dollars. So, I mean, 62,000 is kind of a drop in the bucket <laughs> of a million dollars, but it does help us to keep our, our membership costs low. I know some people are like, it's $75. I'm like, listen, if we, <laughs> we didn't have some of these other grant funding, they'd be way more than that. So, um, you know, between 40 and $65 a year is still really cheaper than going to Planet Fitness or going to other places. And you're not gonna get classes that are geared specifically towards your population and that kind of thing. Um, one of the things right now we're also looking at is looking for additional funding opportunities to, if I could raise $35,000 every year, we could have nights and weekends. So that's Ooh. how short I am, how close I am to being able to bring nights and weekends back. So I, we're trying to find a $35,000, grant somewhere <laughs> to be able to help us to bring that back. And I really believe that if we can find that, it would pay for itself within a year or two um, because we probably would increase in our membership yeah. because more people who are working during the day right. can come at night or the weekends to utilize the facility. Um, one of the other things that I, I'm working on and we haven't got there yet, so, you know, take this very lightly is I'm working on a silver sneakers contract 
um, which I think will be really great because a lot of people who have um, Medicare um, mm -hmm. or just insurance in general over a certain age, they have silver sneakers. And if we're able to get that contract, it's some it's some language issues in that contract that, you know, city and healthcare kind of bump ahead a little bit. Um, then we will be able to offer free membership to anyone who has silver sneakers huh. in, in, in the area. And actually it, it will be national. So even if you have friends who come in from out of town, they have silver sneakers, they can get a free membership here. They would have some things they would have to do to maintain that free membership, which is we have right now we have another program called Renew Active, and I think that might mm -hmm. be United Healthcare. And so if, they, if people have United Healthcare for their Medicare, then they can go, come to the senior center for free. Only thing they have to do is check in on a kiosk upstairs or downstairs when they come in, because what happens is. is they pay us for their membership so that they don't have to worry about paying for membership. So if we can get Silver Sneakers, which is another program like that, they'll have to check in and stuff that will help us maintain our revenue, actually. How, how do people know that? If they have United Healthcare, how would they know? It's in our program guide, and we okay. actually ask people when they apply to, okay. to a membership. And we've put it out, but we can, I think that's something we should try to put out maybe like quarterly, or sometimes we just post it on Facebook, like, yeah. hey, just letting you know. Yeah. Especially around SHIP, you know. Right. Um, I think we could, you know, we don't want to influence mm -hmm. people's, they need to get the best healthcare option for themselves. Right. That $40 ain't gonna be nothing compared to if you don't get the right, right. <laughs> part, right. <laughs> part D that you need, yeah. you know, for your medication costs and stuff. Um, but, you know, if we able to do silver sneakers, silver sneakers crosses over a, a bunch of different healthcare um, plans. And so that would give people, regardless of where they live, access um, without cost. And so we're working on it. Trust me, like in my head, I'm like yeah. constantly like, what can I do <laughs> to make it better? Um, but those things, if we can get those things in order, I think that that would be really great for a lot of yeah. people. Um, but we're, we're working through it. It's, it's they, they, do they pay the full $40? Yeah, they, they actually, what they do is, is when people check in, we get like a, a couple of dollars. I don't know what it's well, like. Renew Active, it's um, as long as that person comes at least one time to the senior center per month, one then they remit. $20 back to the senior center. Mm -hmm. So we actually get revenue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's more revenue to do it that way. Silver sneakers is a different. It's different. It's, it's like $2.50 per visit up to a certain dollar amount per month as long as they're coming to a fitness activity. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. I wonder where the fitness fit in uh, there. Uh, yeah. new active is a little more um, broad. Broad, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so if they check in twice, do you get $40? No. It's just so 20. with Renew Active, it's just as long as they come one time, one time a month, twenty dollars, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one time, one, one time. time. So we have to have them come at least twice that year to cover their forty dollars. Or if they're a Corvo, we have to have them come at least three times that year, <laughs> three months, and then it covers their costs. But if they come more than that, then we end up with additional revenue, which has been really helpful. I think we, I mean, we're not rolling in the dough from it because we don't have that yeah. many people. But it's not as much as a regular membership. But it, it is, ends up being more. We, we end up getting more money. Come, if, they're coming, if they come every single month, then, then we get $20 every oh, single every month. month. Every month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's not just one time, it's every month, right? Yeah, yeah. every month we can get $20. My math wasn't kicking in. Yeah, and so as long as they come two months, then that's the $40 if you're an Iowa City okay. resident. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so, so it ends up being, right, 
Right. And if they come the whole year, then we end up with $240 per person versus just the 40. So then that's why we waive the membership completely because we actually end up gaining $200 in revenue to help us maintain things. So if we can get silver sneakers and, you know, make sure that people come a couple of times. So the people have to be silver sneakers members, right? In order to do that. For the silver sneakers one. Do you have any idea it's what it is? part of your part of certain like so renew active that program yeah, is I know associated with United Healthcare. United Healthcare. Okay. So similar deal with Silver Sneakers. So if you don't have either one of those, then you have to right. be a member so. of Silver Sneakers and pay some fee there, right? I don't know. No, I don't. It's still associated. With I think it's associated with the insurance. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Specific. Other than that, you would just come. You would just come regular. I'm like, far too young to have like researched this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 if if you don't have it, then you just come regular and pay your forty. Right. Oh, true. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if you have that for folks who right. hesitate. Got it. Um, though people who know me know if you don't got it, we're not going to tell you you can't be a member. <laughs> and we have a scholarship from friends that it's only $10 if people can't right. afford it, regardless of where they live. So we, we try to make it happen for anybody. Um, but that, that, that part of being able to have the insurance cover that cost is something that, you know, that could be really great for a lot of people mm-hmm. that have That's that. Good. Sometimes they have that benefit and don't use it because they don't right. know they have it. So. Um, we try to inform people because that is a, it's, it's good for us because if they come enough, then it's revenue for us, but it also covers their whole cost, um, yeah. which is really great. So United Healthcare has the, uh, what you call it? Renew Active. Renew Access. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter if it's an Advantage plan or a supplement plan? There, uh, my understanding is that certain plans have this Renew Active benefit mm-hmm. and some don't. So it's, United yeah. even. Right. Yeah, there's a couple that might not, yeah. So how many company, how many insurance companies give uh, silver sneakers? Do you know that? I just know it's a higher number higher than, number, yeah. it, because it's been around for so long uh-huh. and it's a national program. So I think it's a couple of people that kind of pay into that. Um, but we would have to look that up. So I don't I, know. I that know mine doesn't, but my wife has United, so she gets the perk or mm-hmm. get, you get, we get the perk from that. Mm-hmm. But mine is... No, Plan F, and it wasn't the company that had yeah. that benefit. So, but just more complication yeah. for Medicare. Medicare. Come a couple times, and it, that forty dollars takes care of itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you Make also sure benefit you so check much. In. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check in. yeah, because that really is huge for us. You know, we really try to express that to those folks. Like, it really does make a difference for us. Uh, what kiosk? Kiosk? The kiosk is. It, they're the, they're the yeah, little iPads that you see around. Uh, I think they have like a code. So they tap it and they have a, yeah. a thing that says like renew active that they click on and they put their little number in and then we know they came in the building. Mm-hmm. And are those just at Washington Street entrance or? There's one there and there's one upstairs there's on no that third. little table on the, you know, on the counter the trail. in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it access people have access to it for sure so. yeah it's just an ipad just we just have it locked in a little kiosk thing because we don't want to go old school kiosk where they have the big you know, <laughs> you know swipe the pages where yeah. it's like ginormous <laughs> so ipad works because it's smaller footprint but you put those away at night what, what? Uh, no they're they're pretty locked in right. they're locked in and then once the door is locked i mean yeah nobody can get them yeah, and then we have cameras, you know, and stuff, so. I'm learning a lot more about things. Yes. 
I think okay. there was somebody that's going to have to leave soon, yes. so maybe we want to <laughs> zip. Um, so we did talk a little bit about the master plan uh, under agenda item number five. Um, do we have anything we'd like to say? A report of co community correspondence, which is our opportunity to make announcements to the group. All right, we'll talk about future agenda items. Does anybody else have anything other than sustainability ideas to put on next month's agenda? And we're, are we going to have trail? Um, Bob is yes, coming uh, next yeah, month? Yeah, next month. Okay. So make sure you're present for that. That'll be exciting. Um, so next meeting is Thursday, July 20th at 4 p.m. in this room. And if we don't have anything else to say, I'm going to adjourn. I just want to make a quick announcement. Oh. We are going to do a pickleball tournament in <laughs> September. And so I would love to have commissioners help in some mm. way or have a team I mean, have a commissioner's team i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but they'll teach you that's a beautiful yeah, thing they have easy. people yeah to teach you and then they'll have like a little tournament um but that'll be at the a stream arena i think no mm. maybe i'm wrong but it, anyways that's where the, a lot of pickleball's been played yes right? yes yeah. okay maybe that's yeah. where it is <laughs> i was like wait now i gotta, can't remember the flyer but there is a flyer on the board downstairs uh, on your way out if you want to see um, but you could talk to jesse about that but the hope is that we you know we raise some funds it's gonna, <coughs> the goal is that it will be the annual um friends of the Se friends of the senior center um mm, fundraiser. fundraiser so it would be like a fun thing that we do every year so i would love to have commissioners there um, we were done with all of our big, big parties. The big parties have, you know, subsided for a little bit, but which is like, we love them, but it's like, yes. So, but um, we we will, um, you know, fall is always really busy for us with all the different classes and stuff coming back. So, enjoy your summer. Are we here next month? Yes. yes. July twentieth. Okay. July twentieth. All right. I'm gonna adjourn at four forty-six. Okay. Perfect.